Today's episode is brought to you by Wild, natural deodorant, body wash and shampoo bars. Wild uses clean and natural ingredients in all of their beautiful products, meaning they're good for your body and the planet. We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gyramangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. So I just got one of the best text messages of my life. Oh, oh, her face is very bright. Yeah. She looks very happy. <laughs> Sparkly eyed. Well, just unprompted. Okay. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Text from Hubs. And it says, I booked in to see the doctor on Monday and will ask for a referral <gasps> for the snip. <gasps> Followed by a whole heap of weird gifts. Okay. That look like <laughs> semen concert oh. things. Yeah, cute. Does he know... That he'll still have semen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's just grieving, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. End of an era, all that stuff. Sure, Uh, Yeah, and I wrote, OMG, Mm -hmm. music to my ears. Mm -hmm. And then he sent me a (laughs) friend's gif with Joey going, hey, how you doing? Uh, You know it helps. (laughs) You know it. You know you've got to ejaculate 30 times or wait three months until it's worked. For reals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you either got to get that done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or wait three months, which I feel like would be your preference. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's something sexy about that text. Yeah, it's just, that is the hottest you know? sext you've ever received. I didn't have to nag. It's like, hey, babe, I'm going to take my fair share of the reproductive responsibility. Yeah, it's hot. Mm, you like that? Yeah, yeah I like that. <laughs> Getting turned on. I like that, daddy. Yeah. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. Well, praise be to Hubs. Yeah. We'll get his ticker tape parade ready. And his what? His ticker tape parade. Ticker tape? Yeah. What's that? Oh, how have you come so far in life? For real? Ticker tape. I don't think this is worth dwelling on. <laughs> what is it? Like what they give athletes when they come home from the Olympics. Ticker tape. It's like all the tape rains from the windows of the city. That's what it's called? Wow. Can you spell it for me? No, you know I can't spell. But give it ticker a go. Tick, ticker tape. Never heard of it. I was today years old yep. when I heard of ticker tape. Okay, well, anyway, one day, babe, maybe... You'll receive a ticket tape parade. No, you won't because you're a mum and you're just expected to do it all. (laughs) Word. Into the episode? Let's do it. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Pina on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Revzy Reeves. She's getting ready to go on tour by herself. <laughs> I was like, where's my backup? <laughs> Can I come? And her co-host <laughs> is Gemma Peanut from the gram. Oh, girl, I'm here for the excitement vibes. We're loving it. We're loving it. We're loving it. Loving it. Loving it. We're We're loving loving it it like like that. that. Okay. Um, We're so pumped, but we've done enough. Hyping up the live show. We don't have time for this.com. Just go get your tickets, blah, blah, blah. You know, get in the Facebook group, jump in the where everyone's chatting. It's it's no longer ours. (laughs) You guys are in charge. You're about to levitate. I'm just about to levitate. I'm so excited. You are. (laughs) You are. Bit of a segue, mm. but um, can I share a little story of something cute Rafa said? Of course. So she comes home from kindy and she runs straight in the door over to me and she goes, Mummy, Mummy, Mummy. I was like, what, babe? She's like, I had the best day. I had good listening ears. And I was like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah, okay. And? and she goes, and because I had good listening ears, I got to sweep the floors and wipe down all the tables. What? I got to do chores. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, girlfriend, are you sure you didn't have bad listening ears and then you got punishments? I'm so confused. <gasps> Those clever educators. I got to sleep. That sounds like something you'd say. Instead of I have to sweep the floors. I get to. I get to sweep the floors. Yeah, Yeah, she she honestly wore that. The fact that she got to do chores like a badge of honour. Yeah. I'm like, at what point do I start to introduce chores in the home? Today, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, great. Right? 
God, your kindy's clever. How long's that going to last, though? Dude, ride that train as long as you can. Because, you know, the day will come and she's like, now I'm on to this. This is child slave labor. <laughs> <laughs> Long may it last. Yeah. All right. I'm going to segue out of my own chat. Yeah. Revs, mm. I need to hear what your review is oh. of oh. The Little Mermaid. <sighs> oh, my God. I am fizzing. Yeah. Fizzing. Now, Sell it to us. I've got so much to say. I don't even know where to start. Only that it's 11,000 out of 10. We oh, loved it. Hey, babe, babe. I don't I don't even care if I'm ruining it because it was that amazing and I have so much to say. I know I'm talking it up, maybe you won't find it as good. Fine. I feel like you're setting me up for failure here, but that's okay. I back it that much. So right. a couple of things for you particularly. Alright, hit me. Rob Marshall directed it. Do you know what else he directed? Uh Chicago. Chicago. Chicago the movie. The he comes from theatre. He's our people. Zeta Jones. He was Renee Zellweger, that one. That one. Mm. He was a choreographer before he was a film director. He freaking gets it. Now, other thing, should say up front, this was my movie. You know, we all had a Disney movie that was our golden one of the era. My dad brought home a VHS of The Little Mermaid in 1989 before it was even out in Australia. And that's like when it took a year to get here. That's a huge deal. And I was like, oh, my God. And we wore out that VHS. Mm. Like that was it was my movie. I was a mermaid. It was seminal. Right. Mm. So thinking that I was like, well, there's no way, you know, this can be what I want it to be. How could it possibly live up to your high, high, high expectations? Exactly. But and it's not a high rotation in my kids' Disney diet. Like they've watched Rapunzel, Toy Story, Aladdin a lot more than – even Beauty and the Beast they've watched a lot more than Little Mermaid. It just hasn't really made its way into their, you know, hearts and minds. Anyway, took the kids. Oh, it's so beautiful did they enjoy it they loved it my kids each I think they said wow about five times each oh like audible like gasps like, like absolute awe and like not just at like plot points or whatever but shots like yeah. and, and so when I saw the trailer I was like mm, I think they're doing what the Lion King was which is like a shot for shot remake and I was like yeah I'm not that into that no it's not like all the iconic shots, mm. the ones you can think of, her swirling up her cavern and her flicking her hair out of the water and so coming up on the rock. The iconic shots are all there. But the rest is reimagined. But it's really, really expanded, really fleshed out. There's a lot more story. They've given a lot of characters more to do. It, look, it's a Disney movie. It's not like, you know, it hasn't become Schindler's List. Mm. And it's in all the things we love from Disney, it's camp, it's theatrical, it's a musical, it's beautiful. I cried so many times, Jim, but I didn't cry at like the story because I, I no, you know the story. I know the story, and I and some DLs have like slid in, but oh, I cried too when her dad lets her go, and I was like, no, 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 no. I'm crying at the artistry yeah. of the m- many, many teams of people who had to bring their creativity to like make this. So, okay, this is a detail I can't stop thinking about. Okay, and and like I get hard for production design, you know, I'm all about it, very excited by it. So they've put something on their skin. Mm. I don't know if it's CGI or makeup because that's it. The whole thing is composited. Like they were literally floating, like you'd love the behind the scenes. They're like floating in the air in these rigs to make it look like they're swimming. Their is hair. there a YouTube vortex for me to lose? Yeah, myself but I in? think I think Disney guard their BTS quite closely. I okay. think they'll be it'll they'll seed it out over the next all you right. know as all they right. release it on Disney Plus and blah blah blah. But I found all there is to find. So I think everything's composited, like some live shots with painted this and animated that and blah blah blah. For example, there's an entire team on hair. Like wow. the animation and how it of hair and how it water. moves in the water. Like not like the wigs or whatever. There's also a wig department, but there was like an animation mm. team just for hair with like 80 people. Well, in because it. it's got no gravity underwater. So it moves a certain way. Yeah. That's sick. Um, so I love detail. that detail. Do you know, I remember, do you remember Finding Nemo? Yeah. How that was groundbreaking mm. in terms of the CGI. Like I remember the opening shot yeah. in Nemo and they had the dust flecks yeah. in the ocean. In the light. Yeah. In the light. And I was like, this is wild. Yeah. Like I actually feel like I'm underwater. Yeah. And it feels so authentic and real. Yeah. And there's a photo realism to mm. the entire movie like the Lion King one, but it's like magical 10x, right? Anyway, so two details. One is, so on their skin, I don't know if it's makeup or CGI or how they've done it, but they have a shimmer on them, but not like body glitter. It looks like, and it's so subtle, Jim. You only notice it in some of the close-ups. 
it's like they've gone, okay, let's combine human elements of skin and fish elements of scales and create a thing. And it's almost like stretch marks. It's like silvery kind of stretch marky, just this very, very subtle treatment to like their shoulders and arms and stuff. Like, so when they're under the water, you can see that they're part fish and like you know she wears a bra like a clamshell bra in the cartoon it's not a bra on her it's scales and it's like they're just in that area and there's no there's a transition from like skin to scale sick and it's like yeah i'm fizzing already i haven't even seen the way they do her hair my kids wanted to talk about her hair for like such a long time which is very cool representation wise it's like a mixture of like braiding and dreads yeah but it's red and the way it moves in the water is amazing and then how it looks on land and oh it's just incredible she's amazing somehow she completely honors the original character and makes it really modern and her own. I've heard that vocally. She sounds like the OG Ariel. She does. Not just the songs and the numbers, but her speaking, her her dialogue. Yeah, Yeah. she's a classic Disney princess, sort of doe-eyed and whimsical and naive and all those things you want a Disney princess to be. But she's a bit of an adventure. It's an adventure movie. Like, Teddy loved it because it's like shipwrecks and, like, big tides and monsters and, you know – Eric's like got a lot to do. So he's been fleshed out a bit more because Heaps. he's a little bit two dimensional. And they've in cast the him like if they if AI could have like made a human out of the cartoon, it's like oh yeah, that's that's straight up him. Her vocal performance is amazing. Melissa McCarthy, flawless, no notes, like as Ursula. Aquafina is Scuttle, amazing. So this is oh, I'm gonna wrap this up because I could go on for hours. Okay, first of all, I just want to note the fact that they have a female Scuttle and an Asian American. Do you know what? I think that's really sick because all of the other sidekick roles that I can think of, like Flounder, yep. Sebastian, Scuttle in yep. the OG film, they're all male. They're all male. In yeah. fact, Ariel is the only female central focus character. Yep. She doesn't even have a mother. Yeah. Well, they never do it, the Disney princesses, because they would compete with their beauty. <laughs> that's um, why they have Rapunzel. Yeah, yeah. But Aquafina is amazing. I can't even imagine that. I know. She's got a great voice. Like, it's really interesting. Yeah. Manuel Miranda, your mate, he's yeah. written a ton of new songs. There's some raps in there. They've really dealt with the land world so a the, lot better. On, so the new songs are good because yeah. – you know when you go to like a Broadway or a West End production yeah. or of anything, mm. they've like added songs and sometimes I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, this is the number I don't care about because yeah. it's not familiar to me. Sure. No, they're good. Like there's not many. There's like three maybe. Okay. Um, Alan Menken, the original composer who also composed Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast was back and working with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Like it's just a theatrical orgasm for Amazing. anyone who knows. I'm getting emotional. The, the land world we need to talk about, okay. they have like sorted that out. So it's basically like a colonial Caribbean township magical kingdom. Okay. So they've yep. like dealt with that culturally. Yeah. Okay. The absolute diversity leadership that Disney are doing. Amazing. Like I know there's been a lot of really bad vibes around the racism that's come out. Not my in America. Mermaid. Yeah. All that yeah. shit on TikTok in America about having a black central character. But it's it's such a classic thing of like, don't just watch the trailer, watch the movie. It is like so diverse throughout from start to finish. It is. There's Asian characters, Indian, mermaids with albinism. There is lots of body diversity in terms of there's a mermaid with limb difference. They really set up early on that there's seven seas. The like all the daughters of Triton come from the seven seas. So it is like a UN of mermaids. I love this. And there's like an African mermaid made an Indian moment you'll you'll know them all as well they're yeah. like the the star of the second season of Bridgerton is in it amazing like, there is diversity around every corner of this movie but there should be and there should be it's, because it's mer people it's you know people. like it's but no. they're not real. It's no. fictional. So why not why make not? it a representation of a microcosm of the world melting pot deliciousness under the sea? And can you imagine being black or brown little girl and seeing this movie and seeing yourself in it? And well, I was it, just about to say, eight-year-old little gem, yeah. aspiring actor. Yeah. I would have seen. Oh, they're auditioning for live-action Little Mermaid. Oh, that won't be for me. Yeah. 
But it can be for you now. Yes. It's so cool. It matters. And I love that the next generation of kids yep. are being exposed to this. Yep. And just like Rafa recently with her, like, what? What are you talking about, mum? You know, like yeah. my kids didn't notice it. They didn't mention it. They, they just accept it they for just what it is. took it all in as the world. And, and it was magic. And that's going to be their little mermaid. That's it. Not ours, yep. theirs. And the, th- the thing is, the original's there for anyone who wants it. You can have both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thought it was really, really cool. And I just want to... Like, like doth my cap to Disney because even though there's all this awful hate online. Yeah, they're copying heat from people. They're not even acknowledging it. Yeah, they're not good. giving it ox- oxygen. They're just being, it's like showing true leadership and they have a huge responsibility, but this is so important yeah. and it's such a generous offering to the world, I think. Well, I love what they did with Aladdin. So Loved it. I just recently decided you know what Raph hasn't seen Aladdin and I love that movie and she needs a whole new world in her musical (laughs) repertoire you know it's a good it's a bop yeah so put on Aladdin and there was a opening introduction written text on the at the very beginning of the film basically stating about the cultural insensitivities within the film and issuing essentially an apology, but then stating very clearly that they're choosing not to erase the past decisions, but that moving forwards, they will do better. And I just thought, again, respect, respect, leadership and ownership and just, yeah, some, someone amazing is in charge over there. Side note. Yeah. Relevant segue. Yeah. Have you watched Mer People on Netflix? No. Like Netflix were very clever to drop this docu-series in the lead up to The Little Mermaid live action film. But it's a, I believe it's six, maybe it's eight episodes following the huge, enormous trend of mermaiding in America. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Free diving, basically. Yeah. And I guess like I watched it because I I love the pageantry of it. I'm like, oh my God, this is great. This is just going to be a bunch of people cosplaying mermaids Mm, in wigs mm -hmm. and whatever. But no, no, no. There are careers. Mm -hmm. Mermaiding is is a career choice. Yep. And they have to audition to be part of Sirens. (sighs) And there's like different types of mermaiding, like there's being in a tank in Vegas, Mm -hmm. doing a full on show there. There's kids shows, which is not the goal. The goal is to be part of a siren squad. Um, (laughs) And then there's so up your alley. It was just fascinating because I just thought it was going to be kind of top end, like, hey, look, it's like the Comic Con of mermaiding. Yeah, yeah. But they actually get deep into the level of disappointment when they audition and don't get picked Mm. because there are so few tanks. In the world. They can host a live so mermaid. Yes. Yeah, so, and there's so few roles. Oh, my God. Essentially. If the internet had been around when I was six, I like, know. dude, I I'd be on a track to being a mermaid, yeah. to mermaiding. Yeah, you would. <laughs> it was like, oh, I just needed my people, yeah. you know? And they do it as full-time jobs on TikTok and Instagram. And oh, it, yeah. Anyway, it's just it, – I found it – Fascinating. Well, those folks are going to lose their damn minds because the Mer characters in this movie, and there are so many. Can I just talk about King Triton's costume? It's like armor. Yeah. Like his classic armor made out of abalone shell. Oh my God, so clever. With like gold. I was going to say piping. Obviously, it's not piping, like gilding. Yeah. And it's the way it shines and glitters. Like, but it's oh, so masculine froth. and hard and like like abalone is like I guess shell is like the armor of the mm-hmm. sea you know I'm just thinking of the teams and oh. the work they've done and the research well, <laughs> what you were saying about the skin oh. I was just thinking like how cool that there would have been meetings with mm-hmm. whole conversations for years about yeah. just how the skin glistens yeah. underwater and the light is different yeah. underwater it's yeah. incredible and they would have done so many like screen tests and like anyway I can't like I, I need a good eight hours of BTS material Disney if you're listening I need that launch it I feel like Disney doesn't do what like Lord of the Rings does and gives us a whole yes it annoys me but I I need to see it guys you need to release because I need all that content same anyway incredible you're gonna love the Lin-Manuel Miranda added flavor I can't wait yeah. I'm sure it's got his signature stamp, like just by the lyrics. I'm oh, yeah, sure yeah, you yeah. can tell it's, it's solid him. rap too. Of course, of course. <laughs> anyway, take your kids. Everyone's been asking, is it too scary? My kids don't get easily scared. There's a few scary moments. There's a massive, very realistic shark chase in the opening, if you remember the OG movie. 
and some people find Ursula scary, but she's also incredibly charismatic and I feel like it's a scar situation. Yeah. You know, it's like... Oh, no, my kids are scared of scar. Oh, they're scared of scar. Yeah, I have to fast forward through any scar and any um, hyena scenes. Oh, it's like half the movie. I know. (laughs) It's disappointing. I'm definitely not going to take my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Too much of a liability. They can get to it later. Yeah, I need to lock and load myself into this world and not be bothered. Well, I'll come. Great. Round two? Round two. I'm there. Done. You know what I don't have time for? Well, you've got had a lot of time for The Little Mermaid. <laughs> a so, lot. So spill the so beans. So I used all my time up on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to know. What don't you have time for? Okay. So what I don't have time for is like vanity versus self-care. Elaborate. Okay. Well, I feel like there's this kind of unwritten rule with beauty standards. Mm-hmm. It's like meet them, but don't like go over the top like don't be vain says who just just an internalized general society vibe feel okay okay so agree yeah yeah like we do we all do it we look at other women we go oh she's plumped up her lips oh she's dyed her hair oh she's got the filler you know i i think that we're uh hey you do you i support you no 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 and then there's a tipping point (laughs) and then in comes the judgment yeah like oh that's interesting and i just think everyone Mm. needs to hold hands and agree that you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself like you literally have to feel yourself have the feelings of judgment Uh even if you don't verbalize it you think it it might be a scroll on instagram and go all right calm down thirsty Mm, bitch mm. and then you're like well are they hurting anyone well for context yeah hit me so i'm lucky enough to work with halo hair studio in balgala Mm -hmm. sally who owns the salon she's a dl she treats me to hair and i make content you know it's lovely I went in there. We talk all the time. We're talking about the live shows. And I have confided in her. She's a fine-haired girl as well. Now, life's been real testing for me the last couple of years. And I have, like we all do, I have a few stress things. You get real rashy, right? What else is your stress thing? Mouth ulcers? Big-time ulcers. Big-time ulcers. And hair loss. Hair loss. Yeah. Same. So I have massive hair fall and cold sores they're my stress things coldies are the worst they've been out of control i'm like you know anyway i'm I'm keeping them at bay but it's a full-time job keeping them at bay and i'm on a cocktail of vitamins and all sorts of supplements the hair it just keeps thinning keeps falling it it really gets me down Mm. i've done so much internal work like you know what it's fine i can do this i can do that i style the shit out of it i'm like putting all this dry shampoo in i've made my ways right i've found out the color that helps it yeah, look you've more wor- dimensional you've worked out the i hacks. work with it i work with it but sally was like hey why don't we try a few extensions just for the light you know leading up to the live show then you can have something to style and as she could see i was like oh no 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 because i'm thinking like ratty shit extensions yeah. and then and then i'm like oh fuck, then i've got my botox i got my eyebrows i got my, color, a lot of I got my nails then i gotta get my extensions freshened up you know it's a lot yeah. <laughs> and i'm like trying to like Go bare minimum on that stuff. And she could see I was like, ah. And she's like, look, hair extensions have come a long way. Do you want to just try them? Like, no pressure to keep them. I can take them straight out for you if you don't like them. But why don't we try them? And I was like, oh, my God, why don't we try them? You know, full disclosure, don't, didn't pay for it. So they are expensive. So I was like, okay, why don't I just try it? So I go in. It takes ages. <laughs> but she put them in. I was like on my phone and I'm filming stuff. But I wasn't really paying attention. And then she finished. And you know that thing where they go behind you, separate your hair into like two curtains yeah, and yeah. F- pull it around the yeah, front. Yeah. To, so it's all luscious. to show yeah. you. She did it. And I got fucking caught off guard with an emotional response. Ah. I like instantly felt a lump in my throat and started crying. And she was like, happy. Uh, no, because I looked like the old you, the old me yeah. before fucking kids. divorce and kids yeah. and life and <laughs> losing my job and all the things. Like mm. I just looked like 20 year old revs Yeah. and she didn't put too much, you know, it's not too, I mean, you can tell me, I don't think it's too much. Like no. it's quite, it's super natural. It's still fine hair. She's like cut it all in. So it's integrated. It's not like, oh, well, you've got long hair now. It's just for density. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's me. Like, I'm still there. I still have hair. And it was just like such a reminder. Like, girlfriend, do all the augmenting or adding or makeup or clothing or whatever you need to do to yourself to feel good. Mm. It's only you that notices, you know. But even if it's not. Even if it's not. 
it's for you and it's no one you. else. And like yeah. the way it's made me feel. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't have to not hide because I haven't been hiding. But I've just like, I don't know, I feel like I'm just that like 10% more confident and 10% more like, I don't know, just aware. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's there. And it, I know it looks thick, you know. Well, for the DLs, let me provide a little bit of commentary about Rebs's hair because I'm looking at it. It's really subtle. It's really subtle. But it's impactful. Yeah. It looks luscious. Yeah. It looks thick. It looks healthy. Yeah. It doesn't even slightly look fake yeah. at all. Okay. It really doesn't. It's just a little something, something, yeah. you know? It's it, But that's like what Botox does. Yeah, it's like a baby Botox. Like yeah. you get a little spritz to feel awake. This yes. is like, oh, it just looks like I've had my hair done or fresh color. You know what I can liken it to? It's like when you fill in your eyebrows. Yes, it's it's exactly that's like what you it's fill like. in your it's eyebrows. It's like when you've got your little bold patches and you just fill it in and you're like, cool, luscious, cool. voluminous brows. Yeah, yeah, put together. That's what it is. Yeah. It feels funny. Like I'm not quite used to that. Yeah, talk to us like the, what – because the hair is bonded to your hair using keratin. It's keratin, keratin bonds. So basically it means it swells with water and it then it tightens up again when it dries. Uh-huh. So the idea is that it moves with your hair and you don't get that tug. Yeah. And it also doesn't grow out weird. Like yep. it stays on the where it's supposed to on the strand. Okay. They only last three months. So if you had to pay, like it's upkeep. Yeah. It's quite a commitment. So I'm thinking of doing it for the lives. So I've got something to work with and then I might just go back to my fine au natural self fun i'll be very interested to see gem yeah if not stressing about my hair has any effect on my actual hair underneath you know so can i ask after the three month life of this hair yeah do you have to get it professionally removed or is it like lashes where they kind of no no no, you have to have it removed okay it's bonded onto like tiny strands of hair they've she's bonded it on okay it feels funny to me it feels like i've got like bicycle spokes Okay, don't let's not selling it I to know, any of us. I know, but I'm Bicycle just getting used. Spokes. I'm just getting used to it. Like you feel, it feels yeah. Like you can feel, you can feel the it. little connecting tissues of yeah. It's like I've got mini dreads. Yeah, like yeah. in certain spots, but it brushes easy. It washes like it's just. I put it in a ponytail. And I'm like, oh my god, I've got a ponytail. Yeah, I've actually got a ponytail. Yeah. Anyway, it's not really about the hair. It's just to say like. Whatever you do that just makes you feel good, like if lashes are your thing and it's like, why would you bother getting lash extensions? They're expensive and you have to, but it makes you feel amazing. Like I just, I see you girlfriend. Yeah, I get just it. do it. I fucking get it. And don't let anyone shame you for vanity, for doing those little things that just make you, it's like make you feel ready to face the world, you know? 100 yeah, It's just, yeah. It really caught me off guard. Really, really caught me off guard you're in your mermaid era yeah it's like you're revisiting she is she's stroking her hair (sighs) anyway this is what it feels like to have hair (laughs) y'all well i think you do you girl and you're owning it and i think it looks beautiful and i just think we all need to just park judgment yeah we get a lot of like comments because we are really open that we do botox because we think otherwise you're just gaslighting everyone it's like hang on you had wrinkles and now you look well slept what's going on so we are always really honest about it because we think that's responsible. Yeah, like you're not going to lie and say, hey, I took hair vitamins and suddenly oh, got thicker hair. No. But people do that. I know, I know. But we get shade for quote unquote normalizing plastic surgery. <laughs> Sometimes people say on normalizing injectables. I mean, I just don't see who it's hurting. You know, it's, yeah. it's us. Like it's not permanent right now. It really helps us face the world, makes us feel good. It's really no different than going to the gym, I don't think. Do you? No different. No different. Anyway, that's what I don't have time for. Ad break. Got to keep the lights on. DLs, you're not going to want to skip this one as we have one of the biggest discounts we have ever procured for you from this awesome brand. I am extra excited about today's sponsor because DLs. As you will know, this started out as my not spawn. And now it's spawn. How good. Okay, so on your reco, I've started using Wild Natural Deodorant. And then Wild came to us and asked if we wanted to try the full range. So obviously we jumped on that. That's right, DLs. Consider us your natural body care crash test dummies. <laughs> so I've been using Wild Deodorant for nine months now and I love the change. My motivation for stopping using regular store-bought deodorant was the aluminium and parabens. Mm. I mean, we use deodorant every day, so mm. I want to try and avoid all the harsh chemicals as well. 
Wild's whole thing is that it's all clean and natural. Did your body adapt straight away? Did it take a minute? Okay, so you do need to give this a couple of weeks, okay? okay? There is an adjustment period like anything natural. So my recommendation to you, Revs, was Mm. definitely to give it a full fortnight and then decide how you like it. Okay. You did, but for me it's been pretty seamless. I will say I'm not an overly sweaty girl, but I have always used strong deodorant and, frankly, it's just time to get off the chemicals. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm loving the switch. I've found it really easy and the dispenser is really gorgeous. The user experience, just great. Have you got a go-to scent? Oh, babe, I'm all about the fresh cotton and sea salt. Mm. I will say they have got this new Rainforest Oasis scent that I'm keen to try. I am using that one and it's dreamy and it comes in the body wash too and I'm always auditioning body washes. So far, I am loving this one. Revzy, do you love how you can choose your deodorant Mm. case Mm colour and just pop in the recyclable refills? You know, it makes doing the right thing for the environment feel very nice and bougie. Obsessed. Loving the shampoo bars too because I'm always cringing at the waste in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And of course, all wild products are vegan and cruelty free. So do something for the planet that your future self will thank you for and check out Wild today with 25% off your entire order. Use code NOTIME, all caps, no space, at the checkout. 25% is huge. Yeah, it's actually the highest discount Wilder offering in Australia and it's exclusively for you, DLs. Go to wearewild.com and use code NOTIME at the checkout for 25% off. Enjoy. You know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? Just my general lack of fitness. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's sneaking up on me in unexpected ways. It's also covert in you. Yes. Because you're like dance fit still. Like you can dance. For like 30 seconds. You can do Pilates. For like 45 seconds. But make you do cardio. Oh, I'm out. Repetitive cardio. I'm she done. vomit. <laughs> Yeah, lactic acid, full blown. Oh no! Yeah. So, all right, what's what's going down? Well, I'm a bit disappointed. You know when you feel yourself aging and you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like I need to do something about this. But how rude! Basically, I went to the Minamara Falls and did this waterfall hike. Now there is a normal easy route but unfortunately that route was closed, so we had to walk to the falls like a different route. Route. Yes. Route. Route. Love it. Is that very British? Or or American? Is it? No. Route. route. Take that route. Route 66. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway, this hike was steep. Yeah. Like, and there were sections where I was on my tippy toes, mm-hmm. where I can no longer walk flat-footed. That's how steep it is. I okay. feel like it's very hard to show... <laughs> How steep something is on Instagram. Okay, Revs is judging me already. <laughs> I'm not judging. Anyway, point of my story is went with another family, Rachel Tag's family, friend of the pod. She's got two kids. I've got two kids. And as we were 10 minutes into this war, I thought, well, this is going to be hell because the kids are just going to whinge the yeah. whole way. Yeah. Like Iggy's already like, oh, my legs hurt, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they barely whinged. <laughs> Do you know who was Whinge FM on full vol? You. Me. <laughs> and I was breathing like a full-term pregnant person. <laughs> Pack-a-day smoker. Yes. Yeah. And heaving and like trying to maintain conversation with Rachel Tag. That's and your problem. You want to yap the whole way. I did, but I was like, <sighs> like I, I couldn't. I couldn't get words out. <laughs> Everyone else seemed to be okay. Everyone else was okay. <laughs> like I was pulling up the rear. <laughs> Like the unfit bitch I am <laughs> struggling to get up there. And the kids were like, you know, on an adventure, happy as Larry, oh my God. all the way to the waterfall. Oh my God. Iggy only had to be carried a few times, which hubs, you know, threw him on his shoulders and off they went. Happy as Larry. Anyway, it's been a it long just, time since Central South America, TM. <laughs> it really has, babe. God, my volcano hiking days. <laughs> but it was upsetting. Yeah. I felt yeah. a bit betrayed by my yeah. body. And, I, and then I started to try and jump. Justify it. I was like, it's COVID. It's from that time I had COVID. <laughs> it messed with my it lungs. It couldn't possibly be that you don't do exercise. I've got long COVID. <laughs> I've got long COVID. <laughs> you know? And this is the impact. I've got long yeah. COVID. Yeah, that's I've what got I postpartum said. chronic fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I, okay, I can laugh about it, but the reality is my body is betraying me. 
Okay. I'm really unfit yeah. and I don't feel good about it. No, I know. And I'm not going to shame you because that's bullshit. But do I do anything about it? No. And yeah. then I and then I'm in this circular mental gymnastics head fuckery game with myself where I go, "Jam, you know it's good for you. Mm. You know you feel good mm-hmm. when you go to Pilates. You know you feel great when you go for a walk. Yeah. So tomorrow morning you're going to go. Tomorrow morning rolls around. I get w- woken up at some ungodly hour by my daughter and then I'm grizzly and I'm like, eh, and I don't get out of mm, bed. I feel you. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Is your body betraying you? Look, it's strong language. <laughs> or are you, you just that? unfit because you don't exercise? Yeah. it's. Just, I, I just actually think it's more manageable to think, well, if I exercise, I could be fit, but I'm not motivated in that direction. My body's not betraying me. Okay. You know, I know. But the thing is, is like, I'm not motivated in that direction. Feels like the onus is on me. Right. So you but need saying, to blame your body and aging. Yeah. And I can, potentially COVID. Look, I can separate my heart and mind yeah, from right. my body. Right. You know, it's like with the postpartum stuff, I'm like, the babies did that to yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. This Having isn't about kids. me and my yeah. discipline and yeah, my yeah. schedule and willpower. No, no. This is about the babies or the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's what I'm going to talk I'm it up to. in the trenches <laughs> and there's no control I have here whatsoever. Realistically, how long can we cling on to the term postpartum? Oh, seven years. Didn't you see that reel that the DL no? showed? No. Yeah, they said officially now it's seven years. So you don't even start. Who's they? Them. You know, the people who decide <laughs> things. <laughs> you know, them. Like, <laughs> like the people. I, the people I, who come up with sayings and, you know. I, I want to make it 18 years. Oh, well, it's not, I don't think it's 18 years. Well, don't correct me. <laughs> Why can't I be the they, them okay. who makes these decisions? Oh, Gemma. <laughs> and we'll all assist you. <laughs> Look, as you made the very good point two eps ago, we are forever postpartum because yes. we were partum and we're post that. Yeah. But I think they've worked out there's like seven years of symptoms and like lingering stuff after your last baby. So, so there you do go, you seven think, years. coming back to the hair chat, yeah. that there will come a time mm. where the hair loss stops? For me? For all of us postpartum bitches. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I My postpartum hair loss stops like within six months. Oh, really? Yeah, of having Teddy. This is like a different kind. Okay, of I stress hair loss. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I, I, I don't, can't answer that one. For me, the longest lingering symptom of postpartum was those gates of hell periods. And I'm safe to say my youngest is just turned six and I don't have those anymore. So okay. I don't feel postpartum anymore. So hold up. You've got one more year. Technically, yeah. Of, of being classified as postpartum. As- Postpartum. But I don't feel postpartum at all anymore. I feel wholly like it's my own body now. Wow. Yeah. 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 Okay. My own body, my own mind to a point, yep. <laughs> you know, obviously I still have young kids, but in terms of physically mm. being owned by the process of having kids, I feel through that now. And I know that's not everyone. There's must be some people who've like 10 years postpartum and still feel it. Yeah. I think it's just such a journey that yeah. sort of disconnect or feeling alien or foreign in mm. your own body that mm. I feel like isn't really discussed enough. Mm. You know, we talk a lot about identity loss and um, who you are. And uh, like I see it a lot on Instagram. It's like, yeah, you can, you're not just a mum. Mm. You're a mum plus this mm. and that and mm-hmm. whatever. But I feel like we forget about the physical and it's almost like, yeah we gaslight ourselves where we feel like we're not allowed to talk about it anymore because it's like, come on, body positivity, self-love and all that stuff. But Mm. there is, it's a real shock to the system. Yeah. Especially when you've lived in a body that was essentially the same from, you know, your early teens to when you had kids. It's a real shock. Rebs and I were talking to someone very recently who was an athlete Mm pre-kids and she was devastated not just by the physical changes that was one thing but actually she was more devastated by the loss of strength and I think that's what the point that I'm getting to Mm. is that now before when I wanted to dip my toe into exercise because exercise for me always had a shelf life of three months on three months off fully committed for three months and sort of falling off the wagon but it used to feel like a hill mm. to get the strength back up. And mm. now it feels like Everest. Yeah. And look, I'm going to be honest. I think part of the reason why this chat or these thoughts have come back into orbit 
is because we've got this live tour. Mm, I know. And we always talk about habits and patterns forming. You And, you know, this is relevant to revs as well, is you have a big event mm-hmm. and suddenly you, you mentally – and you can't even stop yourself, yeah. you know. You start to go, oh, well, we're going to be performing in front of people and – have costumes and we're on display Mm. literally and it's almost like that wedding yeah feel you know what I'm talking about the wedding the wed shred vibes and you start to go oh x amount of months out what should I start doing and then Mm. but then because we're more evolved and we're we're trying then you have an added layer of shaming yourself for it but that's that's (laughs) it that's exactly it it is so hard I like slap myself on the hand and I'm like Jem what would you tell Revs if yeah. she was having these thoughts, yep. you'd say, hey, be kind to my bestie. Imagine if you we know? just went easy on ourselves. The yeah. mental load that would lift. <laughs> we could just focus on the Look, show. Look, I'm just being real yeah, about totally. the mental gymnastics. Yeah. And I also think for you, mm. I've observed, it's like you're still only four years out of your youngest baby. You know, you were pregnant a mere four years ago. That's actually not that long ago. I wonder if in the rush to get back to work – and the rush of life, I don't mean you rushed, I just mean in the setup of your life and the desperate want, because I had this, to just get back to being myself as well as now being a mum. There's some unprocessed stuff there about yeah. the big fucking change that you went through physically and emotionally. But do you know what? I don't even have the thought train of I need to get back to myself mm. that ship has oh, sailed yeah, yeah. we know it's like a new version yeah, yeah like yeah. Yeah. F- that reality hit me hardest hard is a strong word I don't mean in like hardship hardest but mm. what's kind of hit me like a sledgehammer or like oh this is like permanent change yeah was like my feet going up a size yeah you know that yeah. was like my skeleton literally yeah. expanding uh-huh. with the fluid that then meant I was no longer a size eight shoe I was a size nine yeah and my bra changing sizes because my ribs expanded yep. and never returned. So I've kissed goodbye to the prospect of ever trying to be old me. I don't want to be old yeah, me because no. I love me with kids. That's it. But I guess now I've, I'm floundering a bit. Yeah. I'm like, so I don't feel 100% content yeah. in this body. I'm trying all the things. I'm faking it till I make it. Yep. I'm finding ownership and mm-hmm. trying to exercise self-acceptance yep. and neutrality, yep. body neutrality and all that kind of stuff. But there's nothing like an event. I know. To throw you back into your old toxic ways. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking now, like, this isn't like a well-hewn theory that I've got, but like, we talk about maternity leave as like time with the baby or for the baby, or mostly, I guess we think about it as care mm. of the baby, but like, maybe there's something about that six to 12 months that's about adjustment and processing oh, massively. for us, Yeah, like processing our new lives processing the change the seismic shift in the shape of our lives and our literal shape yeah at the same time and and how much has changed and I just wonder like you know as two people who had minimal micro almost non-existent maternity leaves did we actually rob ourselves of more than just time with the baby was it like processing time and like interesting yeah just like time with self I think you're onto something there babe yeah I do I'd be interested to hear though I mean I'm sure people like I did two years extended mat leave and I'm still you know like it'll be very personal but the thing is just like periods all our periods are different right there's not like one way to have a period everyone has different experiences so everyone's postpartum experience is going to be different some people are like oh yeah I had a baby I guess and it's like they quote unquote bounce back in all the ways, mentally, physically, you know, whatever. I actually doubt that. I know a few though. Oh, do you? My sister. She's just like, in all the ways, just bounce back. It's wild. I would love to get her on the mic. I wonder if that's your perception. Yeah, maybe that's just my perspective. I feel like that's your perception. Yeah, I maybe. don't believe that to be hers. Yeah. Yeah. I'd just be interested. Yeah. Call in. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Luke. Get on the mic with us. But like, you know, those people who just seem to sort of, again, seem. Seem. Yeah. See? Yeah. You're looking outward yep. from the outside in. Yeah. But I feel like internally, there's a lot of shit going on in every postpartum woman that we know nothing about. So true. I'd just like to, yeah, posit that question. Yeah. Would, is maternity leave also about the transition for you? 
into motherhood, into your new body, your new life, your new responsibilities, your new mental load, your new emotional depth and width. The <laughs> thing know? about the body though, Rebsy, is it lingers on beyond yeah. a standard maternity leave length of time. So let's just pluck out the idea of a mum who chooses to breastfeed for a year. Mm-hmm. So your body will be a certain way while mm-hmm. you're producing milk. And then if you decide to stop breastfeeding, then there's a big hormonal shift there. And then your metabolism changes once again. Yeah. Like it, it just feels like it drags and drags and drags. And then a lot of people go round two. You have a second baby, yeah. but this time you have a toddler. I, I don't know. It yeah. just, I feel like I'm contradicting myself because I've talked about, oh, I feel like I'm emerging yeah. and I'm lifting. Like yeah. the fog is lifting. I'm starting it's to not find. Linear. It's it not is linear. not linear. Yeah. It is so far from linear. And We're we talk about changed. you have good days and bad days. And I guess, you know, I can joke about this hike up the waterfall, but the reality is I, I'm frustrated, mm. frustrated at myself. Mm. Well, look, the boomers, they all seem to find exercise and outdoor lifestyle in their later life today. <laughs> They could do it. You know, they're all hiking around Italy and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Lol. Yeah. Anyway, food for thought. I don't even know what I jumped on the mic to talk about, but that's just how I feel in this moment. I'm feeling my way through. Can you work a little bit of a reframe? You love a reframe. I do. Can you walk for your mental health? Can oh you, no, that's what I need to walk for. Yeah. Can you walk for podcast listening time or like make it about anything else other than fitness or yeah. moving your body, yeah. you know, cause it's a real block for you. Yeah. If you can reframe it, you love a reframe, you know, yeah. try and make it like, I only call this friend when I go on a walk yeah. or like, I only listen to this podcast when I go on a walk or something like so that. So all of those things I want to do, but then I have this weird necessary mental G up. Mm. Okay. Next week, it's going to be the week, you know, yeah, and, and yeah, this yeah. is starts on Monday. Yeah. This is what I mean. And the, like to sort of refer back to the live tours, there's a bit of that chat going mm. on. Okay. So two months out, we're going to start rehearsal. So I really want to, mm. you know, start thinking about getting fit for the shows because I'm going to need stamina like we're going to be on stage and and it's been a long time since I've done that and I don't want to burn out and be exhausted and I want to make sure I'm at peak health because I don't want to get sick because we're only doing one show in each city except Sydney blah blah blah. just all of that thought and then in the depths 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 of my brain that I don't want to admit to live Mm -hmm. on the podcast because Mm -hmm. I feel shameful about it it's like and I want to look good yeah I feel you you know yeah I get it yeah I get it. It's real. It's like the unspoken thing in the lead up to your fucking wedding, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, messy thoughts. Now that Hubs is getting a snip. Yeah. You could do some sex exercise. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Well, because the not... harder you work, the better the orgasm. But you know what? I'm, a, I'm a little bit concerned about you saying that he needs to ejaculate 30 times. It's not my rule. It's no, just I know. science. No, I understand. He's got to get the live ones out. I know but it's gonna take a while you know i feel like he thinks it's what the record is yeah Yeah. well maybe you can help with half of those 30 (laughs) she's frowning at me (laughs) nope nope they're all on him sorry babe i don't have time (laughs) hit me with your nuts bun i said hit me with your nuts bun do 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 Look, I've sung out about this person all over Instagram multiple times because I think she's brilliant. But shout out to the pantry girl. Yeah, people keep asking, so you've got to give them the info. Look, her name is Shelley. She'd give you a show pantry. She's a professional (laughs) home organizer. I know, I'm kind of keen. I'm kind of keen. Look, I realize this is niche and not appropriate for cost of living, Cosy Lives vibes at all. But if you are building a home, renovating a home, And you think, you know, those pantries on Pinterest, Mm -hmm. I want one of those. Like, it's not too late. Like, I realize I had an epic before and after vibe, but she also works with a lot of clients doing new builds so that you get to start with a pristine, organized pantry from scratch. What a dream. Because often people design a home and it's just empty shelves. Mm -hmm. You still got to fill them. Mm. You still got to categorize. You know, that's the bit that I'm not good at. So anyway, that's what Shelly is genius for. She's honestly been a dream to work with. She is meticulous like I was like you are my person yes 
you are meticulous in every area of your life. Like she is detailed as hell, which you would hope Mm. with an organized person. You would. (laughs) Yes, one would. But she does all sorts of spaces and she just came up with things that I was like, how does your, like, this is art. Do you think she could do my very challenging, weird, quirky pantry? 100p she could. It's such a weird one. It is weird, but my pantry is half the size of yours. Can you select, are there different options? Like if I didn't need, say, like show home bay leaves, (laughs) would she do work that out for me? Of course she would. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I don't know. I just think she's brilliant. Yeah. She's seriously, she's made Jem happier than anyone in the last 10 years. She's so happy about it. She's like, guys, look at my dish drying rack. Oh my God. Look at my decanted roll-ups. Guys, look at my spices. We're like, okay. (laughs) Never thought you'd be excited about a dish rack, but here we are. I just think I dreamt about this for so long. Yeah. You know, dreams come true, guys. Someone who just comes up. With all the ideas Love and where to put things. And it obviously it's intuitive. And it's sustainable, like you're sustaining it. Okay, we need to talk about yeah. this. Yeah. I am now three, nearly four weeks mm-hmm. since Shelley did my pantry and I've maintained it. Mm. I have completely maintained. I've changed my habits in terms of when the groceries arrive, I decant. Yep. It sounds like such a wanky and term. recycle your boxes. Yeah, but it all happens in one sitting. Right. So you know, you know what it's like when you chuck a box of muesli bars in the pantry and then you open it, you take out two, and then at some point an empty packet, mm. empty box always yep. gets left. Yep. And you're like, who left this? in here like that doesn't happen Mm, okay yeah love it anyway i just wanted to give a shout out to shelly because i just think she's brilliant she's worth her weight in gold absolutely revzy yeah hear me with your nuts spawn i said hear me with your nuts spawn mine's a snacky snack everybody loves a snack a doodle it's choc chip cookies cole's own brand it's 40 percent chocolate chip as in 40 percent of the cookie is chocolate chip they're fucking delicious. Gem microwaves them? Guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Hear me out. Gem has quirky like eating habits. Dude, Revs wouldn't try my microwaved version. It was falling apart. It was like a cake. It I be- like the crunch. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> DLZ, you a microwave soggy cookie or a crunchy chew down cookie gal? Let Look, us know. <laughs> my microwave mums will have my back. Look, just take my word for it. Go and buy... Revs's cookies from Coles, the 40% choc chip ones, put it in the microwave, like maybe four. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Put four <laughs> in the microwave, 50 seconds. 50 seconds? 50 nuke seconds. Nuke that shit. Yeah, nuke it. And it's like eating cookie dough. Nice. Warm, melted cookie dough. All right, maybe I'll do that. It just didn't look appetizing to me, but yeah. <sighs> who cares how it looks? It's yeah. about how it feels in your mouth hole. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for being in Facebook. Thanks for being on Instagram. Hey, thanks for leaving us an Apple review, you queens. Go do that. It really does help other women in the trenches find this virtual mothers group. So every time you leave a review, it really does bump us into other people's lives. And we're very grateful for that. So if you have time, it would mean the world to us if you would leave us a review and help other mums find us. And as always. <laughs> and on that note, we'll be back in your ears bright and early on Friday, solving dilemmas. We'll see you then. And turning them into dilemmonade. Ching, ching. Bye-bye. Ching, ching. <laughs> bring, bring. <laughs> bring, bring, motherfucker. Bye-bye. One of these days we'll, we'll have, have an outro to our podcast. podcast. Bye. Bye-bye.